Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Johnson, Acting Director of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, versus Guzman Chavez, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit, argued January 11th, 2021, decided June 29th, 2021. If you'd like to support the podcast, um, or me, it's just me, uh, look in the show notes for PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App links. Federal immigration law establishes procedures for removing aliens living unlawfully in the United States, as well as for determining whether such persons are detained during removal proceedings. The Department of Homeland Security, DHS, may arrest and detain an alien pending a decision on whether the alien is to be removed from the United States. That's 8 U.S.C. Section 1226, Parent A. An alien detained under Section 1226, Parent A, may generally apply for release on bond or conditional parole. Section 1226, parent A, 2. If an alien is ordered removed and the order becomes administratively final, detention becomes mandatory. That's um, sections 1231, parent A, 1, cap A through B, and parent A, 2. If an alien removed under this process re-enters the country without authorization, that person faces reinstatement of the prior order of removal from its original date. That's section 1231, parent A5. That order is not subject to being reopened or reviewed, and the alien shall be removed under the prior order at any time after re-entry. Respondents are aliens who were removed from the United States and later re-entered without authorization. When DHS reinstated their prior removal orders, each respondent sought withholding only relief to prevent DHS from executing those orders based on fear of returning to their home country as designated in the removal orders. While respondents withholding only proceedings were pending, DHS detained the respondents and respondents sought to release on bond, which was initially denied. The government opposed their relief release maintaining that because respondents were detained under Section 1231, not Section 1226, they were not entitled to bond hearings. Respondents filed habeas proceedings in district court, seeking a declaration that Section 1226 governs their detention, as well as an injunction ordering the government to grant them individualized bond hearings consistent with Section 1226. The district court entered summary judgment for respondents, in the Fourth Circuit affirmed. Uh, Supreme Court held. Uh, decision below is reversed, and Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court. Section 1231, not Section 1226, governs the detention of aliens subject to reinstated orders of removal. Section 1231 authorizes detention when an alien is ordered removed and enters the removal period, which begins, as relevant here, on the date the order of removal becomes administratively final. It is undisputed that each respondent was previously ordered removed, pursuant to a valid order of removal, and that those orders were reinstated from their original dates under Section 1231, Parent A, 5. Those reinstated removal orders were also administratively final by inserting the word administratively. Congress made clear that DHS 
need not wait for the alien to seek or exhaust judicial review of that order. Respondents contend that even if Section 1231 normally governs in such cases, it ceases to apply when the alien pursues withholding only relief. Respondents' arguments cannot overcome the statute's plain text. Respondents misunderstand the nature of withholding-only proceedings when they argue that because an immigration judge or the Board of Immigration Appeals, BIA, might determine that DHS cannot remove an alien to the specific country designated in the removal order, the question whether the alien is to be removed remains pending and is therefore governed by Section 1226. If an immigration judge grants an application for withholding of removal, DHS is prohibited from removing the alien to that particular country, not from the United States. The removal order remains in full force, and DHS retains the authority to remove the alien to any other authorized country. This court and the BIA have long understood the nature of withholding only relief this way. See, for example, um, INS versus Aguirre-Guerre. Um, respondents next argue that a removal order does not become administratively final until the withholding-only proceedings conclude. A reinstated removal order, they contend, loses its prior finality when the alien initiates withholding-only proceedings. This argument ignores that removal orders and withholding-only proceedings address two distinct questions and end in two separate orders. See uh, Nisrallah versus Barr. Because the validity of removal orders is not affected by the grant of withholding-only relief, an alien's initiation of withholding-only proceedings does not render non-final an otherwise administratively final reinstated order of removal. Respondents submit that the except as otherwise provided in this section language in the opening clause of section 1231 parent A, 1, cap A, which sets the default for the length of the removal period at 90 days, places a limit on when the removal period is triggered. The most natural reading of that phrase, however, is that the government must remove an alien within 90 days unless another section of section 1231 specifically contemplates that the removal period can exceed 90 days. The presence of specific statutory provisions in Section 1231 that relate to the length of the removal period leads to the conclusion that the opening clause of Section 1231, parent A, 1, cap A, refers to them and not the withholding-only provision, which does not mention the length of the removal period and does not stand in the way of removal to a third country. Statutory structure confirms this court's textual reading. Every provision applicable to respondents is located in Section 1231. It would thus be odd if the provision governing their detention was located in Section 1226 rather than Section 1231, which contains its own detention provision. Moreover, the inclusion of the statutory withholding provision in Section 1231, grouped with other provisions that relate to where DHS may remove an alien, illustrates how withholding-only relief fits within the removal process generally. The order of the applicable Immigration and Nationality Act provisions provides further context for interpreting the proper application of Section 1226 
and Section 1231. Section 1226 applies before an alien proceeds through the removal proceedings and obtains a decision. Section 1231 applies after. Respondents' contrary reading would also undermine Congress's judgment regarding the detention of different groups of aliens who posed different flight risks. Aliens who have not been ordered removed are less likely to abscond because they have the chance of being found admissible, while aliens who have already been ordered removed are generally inadmissible. See Section uh, 1182, Parent A, 9, Cap C, II, and have already demonstrated a willingness to violate the terms of a removal order. See Section 1231A6. Congress has obvious reasons to treat these two groups differently. Respondents' remaining arguments are that withholding only proceedings are a legal impediment that, like the three triggers to the start of the removal period listed in Section 1231, Parent A, 1, Cat B, must be eliminated before the removal period begins, and that Congress could not have intended Section 1231 to apply to an alien in withholding only proceedings because withholding only proceedings often take longer than 90 days. Neither argument is persuasive. The decision below is reversed. Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court, except as to footnote 4. Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Kavanaugh and Barrett joined in that opinion in full. Justice Thomas filed an opinion concurring, except for footnote 4, and concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Gorsuch joined. Justice Breyer filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justices Sotomayor and Kagan joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S, like the truck driving roads and the number 80. Or um, if you'd like to support the uh, podcast, put a little gas in my motorcycle while I try to get my public defender internship this summer, uh, you can find a bunch of links in the show notes.